Hello everyone and welcome to episode 17 of Isless. My name is Veronica Ripley, creator of Isless, and I'm very happy to have you here today. Uh, we're joined by a lovely cast today. Uh, we will be missing technique for today. Uh, so we're about to introduce our cast. But uh, before we do that, I would like to talk just briefly about our sponsor for today, Holzkern Watches. They're a phenomenal company. Uh, you should definitely check them out. Exclamation point. Holtzkern uh, in chat if you would like to just see some of these gorgeous, gorgeous watches. Uh, they also have beautiful stone and, and, and wood, like jewelry and bags and just all kinds of beautiful things. So check out uh, exclamation point Holtzkern in chat. Um, I'd also like to remind everybody that we have a podcast available uh, everywhere podcasts are consumed. You can also find our VODs on YouTube and on Twitch, and uh, we have a, a Discord community. So if you are fans of Islis, or you know people who are fans of Islis, or you just really like TTRPGs, check out our Discord. That's just fablescraps.com slash Discord, uh, and we'd love, to, we'd love to talk to you. Um, if you have questions about uh, Islis or our other show, Enigma Society, then definitely definitely check out our Discord. Uh, we stream the show live every Friday at noon Pacific here at twitch.tv slash fablescraps. And right now we're going to introduce our cast and our, for our live audience, uh, if you would do me the honor of putting ones in chat when we introduce our cast members to let me know that they sound okay and put a two and their name in chat if I need to fix their audio a little bit. So without further ado, I would like to introduce our lovely cast here today. Uh, <laughs> First up, we have Candace the Magnificent. Hi. Hello. Hello, everybody. It's Friday. Thank God. <laughs> but also, it's time for us to reckon with perhaps the more unsavory decisions we made one week ago. Fantastic. I see some ones. Excellent work. Next up, we've got Domestic Dan. Hello. It is I, Domestic Dan. I play Leaf here, the uh, hound. Yeah, he's a hound. <laughs> I, I say that because he's just, I don't know what he is anymore. I love him, though. So, <laughs> that's me. Fantastic. Next up, we've got Chelsea. Hi, I'm Chelsea. And uh, yeah, the decisions that Grizz was referring to last week, I, I'm decisions. Hi, nice to meet you. <laughs> it's my decisions. I'm Pippet, and I am an apothecary's assistant who is also a veteran which is great i'm gonna use that for as long as i can <laughs> oh hey guys there is a there is a, a special engagement going on right now there is like a, a special engagement in the southern plate lands but technically not a war so uh, a lot of people are very curious to know what's exactly going on down there from someone who was there firsthand so where we last left the party the cell had just found their way through the woods into uh, stumbling into a huge herd of floofs, these, these massive rabbits, basically huge, fluffy creatures, immense in both size and stupidity. And there were just this 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 enormous herd of them uh, being led and driven by these two uh, by these two these two ranchers, for lack of a better word, fluve ranchers. Uh, they were running these fluves from uh, <laughs> from somewhere to Lemeret, and the cells just found their way right in, this, right in the middle. Uh, but you managed to talk your way out of it, 
and uh, and the, the ranchers escorted you all the way uh, through these woods surrounding the city all the way to Lamorette. But when you entered the city, you did so through a, a special entrance just for fluve ranchers. So large and robust is the fluve industry in Lemoret that the normal safety and security proceedings are generally quite limited here. And so you were able to slip right through uh, under the guise of being ranch hands into the greater city of Lemoret, the intellectual jewel of the Platelands. The city is foggy, but it's not just fog here. It's also a mixture of, of slick soot and miasma from these massive smokestacks, just plumes of industry burn hot here in the city of Lemaret, especially where you are at the Effluvium Works. Uh, the scent of, uh, of just a thousands of animals being pressed into a, uh, a massive conveyor and refined into Effluvium, the substance that powers just about everything here in the Platelands, is, it's a menacing scent, and it covers your clothes and your hair and just about everything on your body. You found yourself uh, on the on the opposite end of uh, of a of, of, a, of a, a, a medicine show, <laughs> a, a, a scam artist, a scam selling uh, selling a miracle elixir. Didn't quite go the way you guys wanted it to, but you also found yourself uh, in a business transaction with a woman who just happened to have a lot of Doska, just these tiny tiny little skittery mammalian creatures uh, with huge, huge yellow eyes and tiny skittery bodies, babies, just selling them out of a big barrel. And one of you bought one. Which one of you was that? Leaf. Leaf, you bought yourself a Dosco. What did you, did you end up naming it? I can't recall. Uh, I did. Prudence. Prudence. The Doska resemble slightly uh, another type of creature here in Islis, a tisk. They're like tiny, tiny tisk, basically. Little babies, but with much cuter features. Um, they can climb really well, they can skitter around, they make chittery little noises. Some of them can even mimic human speech, not that they really understand what they're saying. Uh, but this one was just a baby, uh, a smart baby, and... Uh, and you bought it. <laughs> you paid paid real money for it, and it just lives it lives with you now. <laughs> but as you filled up uh, Pliers' effluvium canister, your effluvium cores from the Retworks effluvium refillery, uh, you noticed you were being tailed. And so the tail uh, introduced himself as Otis, uh, just a boy, a young young man. Uh, who was seemingly very awkward and nervous and just had never had repeatedly repeatedly said I've never done this before and was just trying to uh, to lead you guys uh, to somewhere safer uh, but something happened uh, I don't quite recall exactly what led to the <laughs> to the events that transpired but at some point uh, Otis ended up being tripped legs swept and uh, and fell head first into the cobblestone, just as a corpseman had come around the corner, 
lighting all of the gas lamps uh, in the in the district. You can hear bells off in the distance. You see the corpseman with this long pole light flicking on the end of it, looking up into the lamps, trying to light the gas lamps. And pliers is gone. <laughs> you look around for pliers, plier, you can see just the backside of pliers running off away, recognizing that there might be a problem ahead. Well, we need to pick them up. Let's go. Uh, okay, uh, uh, where are we going? I work on shouldering this kid that has. I look. I look around. <laughs> I look around for for a door, just somewhere we can duck in. Uh, you're looking around for a door. You're seeing a lot of like wrought iron gates. There's a lot of like fences here. Oh, hell. But uh, there's a lot of like really thin, almost claustrophobic alleyways. Uh, there's a lot of uh, like little corners and, and stoops. But that corpseman is lighting a light and getting closer. I, I lead them, I duck them into the next alley that's preferably further away from the corpseman coming. Sure. And yeah, I'm yeah. like, come on, guys, come on, let's go. So you you I think you swept up Otis. You're just carrying Otis now. Leaf, Leaf carried Otis. Oh, Leaf. Okay, so Leaf, you've got Otis. Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm guiding them <laughs> that way. That way. Okay, sure. I think Grizz is trying to kind of keep up with you, like keep like step by step next to you. So if we see anybody... They can like get out ahead of it and start I love it. talking. I think even a little six. bit of chatter, like, oh, <laughs> oh you've drunk so much, so much drinking of cold wine and other uh, vitriols that have put you on your ass, you young man, so silly. Like, in case anybody is wondering. <laughs> <laughs> So sneaky. Uh, go ahead and roll me a deception check. Oh God! <laughs> oh. Tell me what you got. I'm assuming. I'm assuming Grizz is rolling this. Yeah, Grizz, you'll you'll okay, be rolling thank with this. God. <laughs> is it chicanery? Oh, sorry. Uh, let, let me let me double or check. Or concealment. So it wouldn't be concealment. Concealment is more of a skill that you would use uh, in Islis to conceal items about your body. Uh, chicanery I mean... would chicanery would be <laughs> more like uh, like a like tricky like sleight of hand type things. Uh, okay. So persuasion human, I guess. Then I mean, Maybe? yeah. Let's see. What, what what exactly are we trying to do? I, I, let's do persuasion human here then. I'm trying to persuade people that this boy is just very drunk and must needs Actually, fireman carry. If you don't have a specific target, this has to be a perform skill. This has to be you have to ah. perform for this. Ah, okay. that's fair. Okay. Does this mean that Leaf has to roll to conceal Otis? Or no, no, no. Leaf, Leaf, you're <laughs> just I'm not he, concealing him. Yeah, he's just right there. According <laughs> to anyone, you're just you just have a big body you're carrying around. <laughs> 
That's okay. true. Grizz, does anyone else, is anyone else trained and perform at all who wants to assist here? Oh, oh no, no trained no in one whatsoever. No one to perform, huh? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you made a 13. It's not quite enough to make this check, uh, unfortunately, so. Um, I'm screaming. I mean, she thinks that she's being very persuasive. Though. Stop right there! Uh, see the corpse men toss down up the pole and begin running toward you. What do you do? Oh God, how close are we to the alley? Pretty close. You could make a run for it. Listen, if we run, they're going to think something's amiss. If we just try to sell them on, he's drunk. We all smell like a flu. You have to stop me from running. You stop me from running because I was about to bolt. I, I turn around and I say, Yes, sir. We're we're stopping. Hi. Hello. What's going on here? Our friend had too much to drink and um, inhaled a little bit of a fluvium essence and uh, it fell down. Your pretty friend we're trying to, Yes, we're trying to get What's him back. What's his name? Otis. Otis. Yes, sir. Are any of you, do any of you have currency in your wallets right now? Well, uh, yeah, I would have the yeah. nine uh, saints and my chest. Okay. I don't think we decided to hide it. I so, think we just put them. In Islis, uh, especially in the plate lands, uh, currency is heavily regulated by the authorities. And so all of your currency is worn on the outside of your body in a wallet that's basically just a string. And you string the currency through the string and you so everybody can see how much currency you have on you at any given time. Um, Okay, so you guys all have currency in your wallets right now. Yep. Okay. Uh, so I'll make the check a little bit easier. Uh, Grizz, you may persuade human now. You have obeyed at least one law. Trying. What'd you that's get a six, 16? 16, all right. Well, that's, that's just enough. <laughs> I give a God. very warm smile with understanding eyes. We've all been there, yes. Young and inexperienced. <clears throat> I won't necessarily have to write this up, but I will have to fine you. Public drunkenness is a crime. Does, I'm, I'm holding it in. Does Otis have a currency uh, his wallet down? Uh, no. <laughs> o- Otis doesn't have any currency. He has a wallet. There's nothing on it, though. How much do you need to satisfy you? Mm, normally the fines for gents. Would one saint take care of it? Well, certainly. Only... I feel terrible that you had to stop what you were doing and on account of us, it just, the little extra hopefully will make up for the lack of time. Mm. Well, I don't suppose it would hurt. Yeah, I hand it to him. I take one off my little guy. You see the corpsman look around and take the saint from you. Just put it into his pouch. Off you go, off you go. Thank you for keeping our city streets Get clean. your friend off the street, off, off, off. 
Okay. Duck into alley. <laughs> yep. The corpsman, his whole regalia, lots of the uniforms that the corpsmen wear here are a little different. They've got armor, like armor shoulders, and like uh, and like lots of just bits and pieces of their gear set. It's just on their body. You can you can hear them when they walk. So you just hear him walking back to his uh, to his to his work, and you guys duck into the alleyway. Okay, set him down. All right. Gently, gently. I, I, yeah, yeah, I'm not going to just drop him and have his head hit the ground or anything. That's a lesson for another day. And I'll check him, make sure that he's uh, conscious. Yeah, make me, um, let's see. What would you make me here? What kind of check do you think is appropriate here? I feel like biology's not bad, you know? It's not bad. Yeah. Going on my, uh, my expertise. Do you have a, an ability here you could use? That's a great question. See, DMs always ask the greatest <laughs> questions. I just, it's just so impressive to me how how they just know We're when to ask them. We're scouring the sheet, looking for an ability. <laughs> literally that, literally. We forgot every ability we had. I wasn't sure, I wasn't sure if I'm allowed. Am I allowed to use some of these out of combat? So it I depends. do have which, which field ability? medic. Share it in the, share it in yes, the Yes, absolutely. Here. I have field medic. That's probably okay. the only relevant skill here. Sure. Field first aid is instead a major action instead of a full action. This is typically one that you would use in combat. I'll allow it here uh, if you would like to apply first aid, but it's not going to help you discern what's wrong with someone. Okay, that's fine. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I know what's wrong with them. So I'm going to use that pointed contextual information to help. But, but okay. you know, also, also, if I ever have the time, if I ever have the time, mm-hmm. you know, to use pharmacology so I can craft some, you know, expensive curatives. Oh, I'm I see. Okay. Down to do that as well. Yeah. Well, you can discern pretty well that this character is uh, unconscious. Oh, and God. So if you have. I've got vials. Yeah. Vials of to what? wake them up, but but I don't know if I want to wake them up yet. I have the uh, smelling salts. Oh, okay. We have smelling salts. Still has uh, Pippet still has smelling salts, but I'll look back at the group and say, "Do we want them to wake up yet? I'm sure they'll wake up with a horrible headache if we wake them up now. <laughs> so maybe we wait a little bit. Where would we wait with them? Just right here." I just want to make sure I can help them before I wake them up. We have to, the order of operations here is really important. And we don't even know where they were taking us. No. So frustrating. Were they bleeding when they hit their head? There's a little bit of blood, yeah. There's a little bit of blood. It's just a a flesh wound. Look, 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 look. They're just unconscious. They're just unconscious. But should you maybe help them with the flesh wound before yeah, waking yeah, I'm, them I'm up? Yeah, yeah, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I'm oh, working on it. And okay. I'll, I'll use, the, I'll, I'll go ahead and use, if I'm allowed, feel medic to just sure. generally help them. Okay. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you can stabilize them pretty well here. You're not in combat and you're mostly relatively safe. Probably okay. Awesome. Okay, perfect. You are in some, then, kind, of, some kind of storm drain uh, and there is just a trickle of, just a trickle of, uh, of kind of, like black fluid kind of like going through the storm drain. Um, you can hear just dripping pools of somewhere, something below you. Just uh, It's smelly and gross and you're kind of behind someone's stoop. It's dark, 
Um, but who knows for how long until that corpse then keeps, you know, finishes lighting the, uh, the gas lamps. I, after I've discerned that I've helped them with, like, you know, their general injury, I will go ahead and give them the smelling salts. Okay. Sure. You don't right want to under their nose. Are you sure you want to do smelling salts and not some some other try, like method to try to wake them up? I can do something else many, if I think it would be gentler. How much smelling salt vials? How many smelling salt vials do you have? I do have three of them. Okay. Yeah. Sure. So you can absolutely use one here if you'd like. If I if I before I do that, since you said it, I'm going to use that. I'm going to try to gently wake them up if that doesn't work. Yeah. If if, if that works. Sure. Hello? Hello? Hey, Otis? Otis? Yeah, buddy, come on. You gotta get up. You gotta... One, two, three, eyes on me. Can you... How many fingers am I holding up? Mom. No, no, no. I'm not your mother. I am Pippet. Now, I need you to count the fingers. Uh... Uh, make me a biology check one more time. Got it. Tell me what you get. Oh, this kid. <laughs> this. <sighs> Don't ever talk back to your elders, okay? Then you end up in situations like this. <laughs> All right. Oh, I forgot my plus. Um, My plus is plus six on that. So 16. Okay, 16 is more than enough. Yeah, you notice uh, you notice a little bit of a concussion here. Oh, oh, okay. Well, <laughs> take it slow. Your your brain's all scrambled up. Uh, mm. You're probably going to take a little bit to adjust. Uh-huh. Just, just relax. Where are we? Where are we? We're here. We're here uh-huh. in an alley, not far from where you met. Relax. And then I'll look back at them and I'll say, he has a concussion. He has a good cut. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be a minute. It's gonna be a minute. Yeah, Where you guys, you is guys your just see, home? You guys just see like a like a young, young boy, probably just young, young adult, just a uh, fresh face, hardly any scars whatsoever. Just, <laughs> just so lucky to be there. So happy, but all the happiness sucked right out of his of his soul. Just trying to recover from this from this concussion, trying to go back to sleep. Wake up, wake up, you can't sleep. You can't sleep, okay? You have to get up. You can't sleep, okay? Suddenly they, they jerk up a little bit. Oh, they're, like, they're like patting their, their pockets, trying to find something. Uh, uh, let us help you. What are you looking for? My book. Your book? I, I, I start looking for a book. Yeah. Did uh, you guys see a book? You do see a book. It's just poking out, poking out of the vest a little bit. I pull it out. Is this, is this it? Oh, that's it. Yeah. Thank you. Slow down. How <sighs> many, how many fingers? I'm kind of like clutching the book a little bit. Come uh, on. Two. Good, good, good. Can you follow this one? Uh, I watch his eyes. Yeah, I watch yeah. his eyes. It's working. Good. Okay. Excellent. Okay. We need to find where you were trying to take us. Okay. We need yeah. to get out of this alley. Do any of you, uh, leave, make me a detect check if you can. I can indeed. Tell me what you got. Yeah. 
I know where we are. I know exactly where we are. 18. Yeah, Leaf, you you know that book. Um, it's one of your younger siblings had one. It's called The Ebony Talon, The Adventures of the Ebony Talon. It's like a mass-produced uh, paperback, kind of Penny Dreadful type of story. It's like a, a, a tisk, like a tisk a vigilante, holy vigilante with like a human, like a human sidekick named mm. Meek. Kids love it. You've seen people, uh. you've seen people dress up like the main character before. Usually when they're kids, they usually crawl out of it. It, uh, that's a nice book you have there. Oh, thanks. Uh, diligence. I don't remember if they're still writing or not. Oh yeah, uh, there's. I found. I have probably four or four or five of these back uh, back home. Ansel, oh. Ansel taught me how to read. That's very nice of them. Do we know an Ansel? Oh, oh right. Um, okay. We gotta go. Yeah. Yeah, we got yeah. to go. Glad you kept your book. That's that's a good one. My little brother Leaf ended up reading that. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Cool. Maybe I'll meet a tisk someday. Maybe. maybe. Careful what you wish for, kid. I slowly yes. help them up. Um, yeah, they kind of just shake it off a little bit. Kids are springy. Uh. So they're they're still kind of holding the back of their head a little bit, but they're like, okay, 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 uh, this way, this way, we gotta go this way, and they just start they start going off in a direction further down the alleyway, and they're Got like kind of looking back every so often to make sure you guys are still following. All right, I'm following cautiously. Sure, you're making your way through a city that uh, is it's got a lot of history, uh, and a lot of it is just. It's just written into the into the the, the cobblestone and the walls and the, even the layout of this place it just seems so old. Everything about here seems like it's just like you can see the wear on these stones in the in the center of these tight claustrophobic little alleys. Like people have been walking through here for hundreds of years. There's uh, scratch marks on the walls sometimes and and graffiti and posters. You see lots of recruitment posters for the corpsmen. Um, you see uh, lots of advertising ad- advertisements for the Legion Fair. Uh, and just lots of, lots of trash, lots of detritus, lots of little bits and pieces of garbage. Um, but you're moving now through alleyways, left and right and left again and right again and going through these, these tight, little corridors. The, uh, the 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 buildings here are a little different than you're used to. They're kind of swept up a little bit. There's a lot of like wrought iron gates and fences and, and, and grids just kind of across people's windows and doors. Um, but you definitely notice a lot of like a lot of stone, a lot of wood, a lot of natural materials being used uh, being used here. Just a slightly different design. And eventually you begin to hear the, the lapping sounds of water. And uh, Otis looks back behind you and just waits around a corner and just okay, shh, shh, shh. okay. Um, all right. So <clears throat> you guys have to you have to swear to secrecy, okay? Consider us sworn. Okay, you guys wouldn't like betray me or anything, would you? you would it be in like a lot of trouble if you know? Is there a reason why we should betray you? Well. 
No. Okay. All right. So I'm gonna need you to trust me just for just for a minute, okay? Um, I have a friend with the skimmers, and we're just gonna ask skimmers if they can take us um, upstream, okay? But let me do the talking, all right? I look to Grizz. I also look to Grizz. <laughs> you can do the talking. If you need any backup, I have been known to um, occasionally be a calming and persuasive presence. You just say the word, though. You lead on. Okay. I I know these guys, so just, uh, they're kind of dangerous, so just, like, let me do the talking, okay? Okay. Do you have, like, a hood? Like, something you hide your face a little bit? Maybe put your collars up a little bit or something? Put my robe hood up. Yeah, Leaf, you, you, you try to do that, but it's a little heavier than normal. Oh. Oh, <laughs> it's, uh, oh, there's prudence in the hood. Okay, yeah. Yeah, right. I just kind of move my collar up more than <laughs> leave the hood the way it is, kind of baby carrying prudence. I'm worried about pulling out these visor. robes. So I just put that on. What's that? Uh, I have a protective visor. Oh. That was included with my runner stuff. Yeah, what does it look like? I crack that out. Um, it looks like a like a sun hat with no top on it, but there's just like a bill in the front that kind of goes out wide like that. So it's like a brimmed hat sort of thing, but visor style. And okay. I just kind of lower it a little bit lower so that you can see this lower half of my face. Yeah, I love it. Fantastic. Yeah, you've got a protective visor on. Um, and Pippin. I stand behind them. I have nothing. Unless we are comfortable with me pulling out those very ceremonial robes. Oh, God, no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I stand behind you guys. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so you've all seen these, like, protective visors before. Uh, they're usually something that, like, uh, like explorers would wear. You think of them more as in kind of, like, almost an exotic sense. Like, people go on expeditions out, you know, out east or, like, down south. They'll go on these big expeditions and they'll wear these, like, big hats. And uh, you've seen, you know, renderings of people, like, explorers with these hats on. They're, like, big. Keep the sun out of your out of your neck and your face. And they keep you from getting, like, like sand blindness or snow blindness or whatever. Sometimes. Oh, cool. Yeah. So you just look like any other explorer grizz. Leaf, you've uh, you've got your collar up, <laughs> and Pippet, you uh, you're just you're just you're just happy to be here. <laughs> That's all I can do. Sure, um, you begin walking over uh, behind Otis, and Otis is kind of sauntering up to uh, to a group of people. You can kind of sort of begin to see now. Uh, they're folks with uh, with massive uh, massive uh, uh, apparatuses along their backs, their shoulders, their arms, some of their legs. They're basically wearing uh, huge prosthetics walking around with these massive, massive prosthetics. You can see uh, spots for large or for, uh, for large effluvium cores, these massive spherical like almost like, a, like, a, like jugs of effluvium like clipped into their backs. 
while they're uh, while they're while they're wielding these things, they're like lifting and loading big boxes. Chunk, chunk, and you hear Otis walk up. Hey, you guys! And you see one of them look around. Finally, the 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 full size of this guy becomes clear. You see him stand up a little bit. There's just like several of these men, these uh, these gruff looking dudes with these huge prosthetics, looking back. <laughs> one of them like nudges the other one and says something to him. You can't quite hear. You're a little too far away. How you doing, Squirt? Yeah, I got some people here. What do you mean, people? And then they finally look at you. What do you do? At least just... <laughs> I wave. Wave. <laughs> Grizz just kind of nods, tips the hat forward a little bit. Sure. These, uh, these people, they're, they're friends. <laughs> the people in the prosthetics are just... <laughs> All right, Squirt. Well, what do you need us to do? Otis kind of looks back at you guys and gives you a little thumbs up. Well, uh, we're going up river. And the, uh, the people in the prosthetics kind of look down a little bit and then one of them looks back behind them. He's like, you're going upstream? And Otis is like, yeah, upstream. (laughs) And the guys uh, look at each other again. And one of them reaches back down over this this lip. Beyond the lip, you can see the Sesamir River, right? It runs right through Lemeret. On the other side of this river, you can see uh, a, a huge spire. For the first time now, you're really noticing like just the, the sight lines from where you're at. In the industrial district, surrounded by plumes of smoke and, and work workers and just a teeming hive of, of activity. On the other side of this river is uh, glorious. There's huge buildings, this massive, massive spire dominating the, 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 the sky right here. Um, taller than any tree you've ever seen, Leaf, is the spire. Uh, you can see beautiful glittering glass structures, huge uh, smaller little spires sticking out of where these buildings are. You can see well-dressed people if you look close enough. And one of these, one of these guys in the, in the like the dim like violet gloam of these of the gas lamp reaches down with one of his prosthetics and pulls up uh, a box, a large box, probably the size of, uh, I don't know, a couple of, couple of flues, huge box. And with his other prosthetic hand, just clicks it open. Says, all right, let's go. Now Otis looks around and uh, opens a door on one side and ushers you guys in. Can I 
kind of get a feel for the vibe of uh, how sincere these people might be. Otis, I'm not too worried about, but these ones, like, they were very quick to help despite being warned how dangerous they are. Um, uh, yeah, you can, um, I'll, what would that be? Do you have, uh, you have an ability for this, right? To d- discern, like, intentions? Uh, I think hounds do, but I don't know if I have that. Ah, okay, uh, sure. Let me see. I don't think so. No. Okay. You can make me a detect check then. All right. That's a critical success with three sixes. Um. <laughs> how to, how, how, what is their life story? <laughs> uh. Odds of a 3d6 all sixes. That's six times six times six, right? Six times six is 36 times six. So whatever 36 yeah. times six is. That's the second time I've done that now. <laughs> 216. That's a one in 216 chance of getting a critical success in this game. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know everything. There is like Sherlock Holmes You're regarding these people. You can see bits of like of 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 like ash on their collars from smoking called leaf, right? You can see the yellowing of their teeth from drinking too much cult wine. You can you can smell the effluvium that's run off of them. You like the dampness of their legs is it's it's sweat, but it's like a mixture of sweat with this caustic effluvium. Uh, you've not seen the devices that they're wearing before, but you feel pretty certain you could probably operate one seeing them operate it. Uh, you know just about everything there is to know about these guys. You can see the, 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 the wrinkles in their hands and know exactly how long they've been doing this job and how many, like, days out in the sun they've had to be working here constantly. You know that these guys probably, like, go to the same bars and go to the same, like, go to each other's funerals. You know that this is, like, a real tight-knit group of people these two guys here at the at the docks and further in the distance you can see more guys just like this uh with little caps little vests dirty work shirts uh, the workers of this world um and you suspect that they're just helping this kid you don't know what for but you suspect that they're helping him All right, I uh, I tuck that away a little bit for myself, but uh, I've learned a little bit about this city now as a result. So yeah. I follow. Yeah, no questions, no issues whatsoever. But probably a lot more at peace. Maybe my shoulders relax a bit. I'm I'm still amazed that that happened. <laughs> That's the second one we've seen in this game, right? The other one was you too, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, wow. I don't remember what that was for. Was that climbing the trees to hide from the so. ranchers? Oh, it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> absolutely nuts. Wild stuff. Okay. So, yeah, you, uh, you, so, Leaf, you go into the box? 
Yeah, if they if they're if they're leading me to go to do something, like I have no hesitation whatsoever, full confidence that they are not going to cause any problems for us. Okay. Seeing Leaf's shoulders relax, I think Grizz just follows. No, no questions asked. Okay. And I'll them. follow behind them. All right. Um. Yeah. So you guys are all climbing into this little box, crammed inside of it. <clears throat> and you have to, you get pushed further in from Otis, who's also climbing into the box. Uh, just, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me, sorry. Oh, sorry, sorry. All right, guys, just like last time. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Box closes. You hear some locks, <clears throat> some nails getting pounded into the top of the box. And you you hear just a, just a, like a pat on the top of it. And suddenly the feeling of being, uh, the, of your stomach being left behind, right? As your, your whole world is now picked up and moved until suddenly you're in the water. It's complete darkness in here, aside from just a handful of the of the cracks in the box on the top of it, uh, where some light is coming in. You can feel a little bit of water, like a little bit of dampness coming into the box um, and pooling at your feet. You hear leaf from somewhere, and suddenly Grizz, you can see just some bright bright yellow eyes just like right by your face <laughs> not to worry little one it's um temporary temporary conditions you won't get wet leaf make sure prudence does not get wet oh no i i wouldn't is prudence like on my shoulder like Reach like kind of stretched out toward Grizz or Prudence is you can feel some part of Prudence just like kind of brustling against your neck or your face but but Grizz you're seeing Prudence like right by your face so Prudence is very Prudence is getting long (laughs) I get get a nice pet on Prudence hey you hear you hear Otis just (laughs) Uh, you you good uh, there, kid? Are you allergic to Tosca? <laughs> you guys have a Tosca? Oh, oh yeah, you this do? is Prudence. Oh, I love Tosca. <laughs> I loved. I love Tosca. Oh my eyes. Okay, you you get over there. You get. I move the kid ow, ow, ow. to the furthest corner oh, of the box. <clears throat> Calm down. Calm down, okay? Shh. Okay, all right. You don't want to disturb your head trauma, all right? And I start to, like, I give, if I have, like, any, like, spare cloth, I'll put it over their face. Sure. But that's all I can do. And I'm like, put that thing away, leave. Well, I can't. It's a dusk. They kind of yeah. do their own thing. Well, you got to train that thing now. We're going to give away our cover. But it, it's not screaming and anything. 
but he's allergic. I, I, that won't change it. Will that change anything? If you hide it away, the dander won't just be out all in the air. It was fine until we got into an enclosed space. So just try to cover it up. Daskas are furry, right? Like, what oh, are yeah. we? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Daskas, yeah, 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 yeah. Daskas are, they're basically just tiny little tisk, right? Great. Basically just teeny little tisk, essentially. Great. I mean, they're a little cuter than tisk, right? Obligate, so. obligate carnivores. They've, this one's got kind of shorter hair. It's real, it's real, li- it's li- it's a liquid animal, right? Yes. <laughs> you, you could pour a dosk out the same way you could pour a cat, right? Cat out, excellent. Yep, it fits where it, it sits. It's got I long, love- long claws uh, it used for climbing. Uh, it's got a long tail. When it moves, it kind of undulates a little bit around, almost like a, like a snake or a ferret. Great. Like a weasel, oh, kind yeah. of. Like a Just tisk. get away from the kid. Get away from Otis. I, I will try. I put my hood up since it's kind of like on my shoulder and try to cover it a bit that way. Not okay. what, not willing to like try to pick it up while it's curious because <laughs> that seems like a great way to bleed. Sure. Yeah. Um, give me an animal handling pers- persuasion animals. Uh, oh, that's check. that's perfect. I love that. I should probably next time I level, I think I'd train that. Uh <laughs> Because it's not great. A 10. <laughs> All right. Fantastic. Um, yeah, you uh, you immediately just feel just the, the, the sharpest claws you've ever felt in your life, just like digging into your skin. It's like trying to climb on you now. Yeah. All right. Yep, right, into your, right into your arms, shoulders, your neck. You're just getting like just stabbed by by several tiny of the, the sharpest claws you've ever felt. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's wonderful. Love you that take for one, me. You take one point of damage. Yeah. I bet I've had a feeling I would. Yeah. But Prudence behaves for now. That's great. <laughs> um, Otis, it's just uh, it's not much. It's not much longer. <laughs> Why do they like you so much, Otis? What do you mean, how much longer? You tell us. It's just not much longer. <laughs> Are you, I, I, I look, I look at Otis. Is Otis going? Like, is Otis having, like, a real allergic reaction to where, like, I'm going to have to intervene? No, it doesn't seem to be having, like, a... They're not getting, like, puffy or, like, unable to breathe or anything. They're just very allergic. Okay, good. So they're asking us how much longer, right? No, they're just saying it's not much longer. Oh, okay. It's not much longer. The skimmers are are great guys. They're just great guys. No, they, they really seemed like it. They just wanted to help you. Uh, they're very, very genuine. Well, you know, it just takes making friends. Oh, you guys have friends, right? And I look to I the mean, other two in here, hopeful. <laughs> I look at you too, and I'm like, we have friends. friends. If that's what you mean. Yeah. Wait, did you just say they're friends? I'm saying we are all friends. Oh, okay. I was about to say. I was about to get Do offended in real life. Do we have other friends? Who knows? <laughs> but we at least each have two. And three, if you count Pliers, who unfortunately is not here right now. Oh, so. yeah. There's somebody else, huh? Uh, yes. Ah. He was Don't otherwise worry about engaged. 
They're resourceful. They'll figure it out. Okay. Well, I think we're almost there. The, All right. The, uh, as soon as Otis says this, um, you can see Otis now, by the way. You, you, it's dark in here, but you can absolutely make out the fact, Pippet, since you're right by Otis, you absolutely make out the fact that he's just like clutching this book, trying to make sure it doesn't get wet. <laughs> uh, as soon I guess as... past the time, of what's your favorite part of that book? Oh, uh, Ebony's Helen? Yeah. Oh, wow. I mean, there's so many, like, just perfect parts, but probably my favorite is the whole box just immediately uh, jolts, and all of you just just forward just a little bit. The momentum carries you forward just a little bit. Uh, I'd like I'd like everybody to make me an acrobatics check real quick. Okay, I want to try to catch Elvis if I can. All right. Yeah, let's see what I get, because my lord. Oh, wow. Uh, 21, almost quit again. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's nuts. I know we have to give each other room when we roll, so I'm going I'm to give you all room. Oh, yeah, that's right. Thank you for the reminder. I got a hot 10. Mm, okay. Mm. Okay. Okay. Boom. Yep. That's what I thought. <laughs> Sweet eight. Grizz and Pivot, you both fall forward. You bonk your heads a little bit on the ah. uh, on the box itself. Um, and Pivot, you get a splinter. No! Yeah, you oh, get a splinter. You take, yeah, it's just an awful splinter. Take one point of damage. Great, great. <sighs> I set to removing it. I get my tweezers out. Ah, uh, we're here. Okay, uh, let me just... Oh, that sucks. Oh, I'll wipe away all the... Make sure it's not going to get infected. Do we wait for them to open up, or do we open it ourselves? Otis is already... Bong, 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 on the, on the wait, roof. Help him out. Oh, yeah, I'm just going to help, like, do the same thing. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Technically, you're my patient now, so please uh, try not to do anything that's overexerting. Uh, your brain is very delicate at this stage. Finally, so I just tell, crash yeah. right through the roof. And yeah. Otis looks back down and just smiles like, I got this. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you look around. Uh, and you're inside of a just like a cavernous uh, sewer system. There is some light here, uh, effluvium lit lamp, so it's a little kind of violet. But it's huge inside, and there's uh, there's some sewage, <laughs> some sewage and runoff like forming like a little stream. Uh, but you're inside of a just like a massive catch inside this the sewer system, and you can hear just echoes from from inside, and Otis is now stepping out of the box onto a stone pathway, like, built into the wall right here, and it's just... (whistles) From way, way far in the darkness, you hear another... (whistles) 
Come on, let's go. Come on. You follow? Sure. I hop out. Yeah, you're all. I whisper to the group, and I'm like, I can't even do that. That's so impressive. You're all uh, walking along now on this pathway into the darkness. Every dotted every so often by these by these effluvium lit lamps. They're kind of violet, and you're walking at a, at a fast clip. Otis is very excited through the darkness until finally uh, you see a figure, a hooded figure, standing in the darkness here. Otis, I I didn't think you'd make it. I did. Uh, these these are these are them. This is the. This is them. Uh, <clears throat> the hooded figure looks to you. What do you do? I wave. <laughs> I think I tip the brim of the hat back to show my face so sure. I'm less suspicious looking. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the hooded figure uh, takes a step towards you and pulls the hood back a little bit. And you can see a human face, uh, sort of. It's uh, it's covered in these pustules, um, but the pustules aren't where it ends uh, because all every one of these pustules has something sticking out of it by far. Uh, they're... Their, like, chest and their hands, you can see their hands now, seem to be covered in these tiny dots. And out of every dot is just a long, spiky-looking piece of what might be fingernail. Just maybe six inches to a foot out of their body, just everywhere, all over them. You can hear just a lot of, like, clicking as they walk, as these, these quills... Uh, kind of jingle around them. What are your names? Leaf is mine, son of Leaf. Grizz, nice to meet you. I'm Pippet. Nice to meet you. I'm, I'm Ketcha. It's good to meet you. Um, did, did you know Twill? We did meet Twill, yes, on our travels. We got into a spot of trouble, and um, we were mutually beneficial to one another. In exchange for their help, we said we would deliver something to you. Do you have it? I look to the two of them. Yeah, I do. Do you want it now, or do you want it uh, wherever we get? Um, show me. I go into my backpack and pull out the small box. Yeah, um, it's a it's a smooth box. It doesn't appear to have any like hinges or seams on it. it just looks like a cube. You can hear something rattling around inside of it, though. Okay. Uh, great. Just come with me. But stow it back away. Otis is just. <laughs> I'm so happy it worked. <laughs> uh, 
you're following this hooded figure now uh, deeper into the the darkness, deeper and deeper into this cavern. It's getting smaller and like tighter, uh, so the the stream is getting a little bit faster. But you're managing. Uh, you're managing quite well. And suddenly uh, you come to a turn and uh, the cavern opens up into another kind of maintenance room, sort of, that looks like it hasn't been touched in a hundred years. You can see some beds. Uh, you can see a small, uh, like a fluvium camp stove down here. And uh, you can see an- another couple of people. Uh, they're also just kind of like in tattered clothes. One of them is uh, huge and seated, just eating some meat. And the other person is on a bed, uh, lying down. Okay, well, uh, this is us. Um, uh, hey, everybody. Uh, we've <clears throat> got some visitors. The massive person at the camp, at the little fire eating the meat, just looks up and regards you. I'm Lambus. That's Ansel. You see the figure on the bed just kind of like roll over. And uh, Otis goes over to the bed and just, shh, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. And you just hear the voice from over by the bed just, <coughs> Hello. Hello. Um, I'm immediately like looking around and observing everyone to see if there's like anything wrong with them uh yeah you you notice uh i mean you notice uh, k obviously is uh has got a really advanced case of quillpox this is something that you would know a bit um oh just really advanced case of of quillpox oh god the same disease that the lady from the doska the doska cellar had yeah um you also notice uh there's the big the big uh person at the at the uh campfire you you notice this pippet uh they're missing a leg uh oh. lambus is missing a leg but it only has like a really poor quality like wooden prosthetic doesn't appear to be like effluvium powered or like metal or anything it's just wood and uh and ansel you can't quite see very well from here uh, I address the people who have been telling us hello. I say hello, hi. Uh, we're we're visitors. I'm Pippet. Uh, hello, Pippet. Uh, I'm I'm Lambus. Uh, you met Keche. Um, we're we're really happy to meet you. Did you know Twill? I did for a brief period of time. Yes, they were. Very brave, very helpful. Oh, come closer. Closer. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's, I remember Quillpox isn't like infectious to us. Like, it's not a. No, not unless. I mean, no. You have to like touch. It has to be like a bodily thing. Yeah, it's like a fluid. Fluids. Got it. I do go closer. Sure. You see me start putting on like my medical wear. Sure. Hi, hello. How are you feeling? Um, who are you approaching? Are you approaching Keche or 
the one who asked me to come closer, I'm oh, that's, assuming. That's Ansel. They're on the, they're yeah. on the bed. Uh, Ansel. Uh, I walk sure. up to Ansel because yeah. I haven't gotten a look at them yet. Sure. Uh, you see Otis uh, giving them some, like, lifting their head up and giving them some water. Uh, Ansel is old. Ansel is the oldest human you've ever seen. You didn't think oh. humans could get this old. Oh, uh, my. Uh, Ansel is also severely burned. Um, oh. Just very, very burned. Uh, eyes look cat- like covered in cataracts, lion. Her hair is patchy and mostly gone. They're in this robe, but they're, I mean, even from the outside of the robe, you're looking and they just look like bones inside. They're looking very old. Wow. I I try to estimate like how old, like for me, I'm thinking like 60s. Yeah. 70s. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. How long have you been down here? Me. Um, what is your name again? I'm Pippet. Pippet? You are a biologist, yes? Yes, I am. I could tell. My my name is Ansel. I've been living here since my accident. Some 53 years. That blows my mind. I'm like, 53? Your accident? What happened? <laughs> An accident at the effluvium work. <gasps> oh. I hope they gave you workers comp. <laughs> I was... I was working in the effluvium works and there was an explosion. And a lot of us... All of us perished. Oh, that's awful. Were you the only survivor? To my knowledge. And I see the burns. And, um, I'll say, 53 years down here? Why, why did you come down here? You couldn't find help? Near the factories? At your home? The explosion was... An embarrassment to the Kassad bosses who wanted to keep it quiet. They would have made sure that I was silent one way or another. Oh, right. How did you all find each other? Otis just pipes up like I I ran away, you know, from from the sanitarium. Oh. Oh I that that I turn to Otis and I say the sanitarium? Yeah. Well, I mean I was sick, but I'm better. What kind of sick? Uh well I had quillpox actually, funny enough, but Okay, okay, okay. I'm immune now, so You're immune. I dig through my brain. Have I ever heard of anyone being immune or was were they vaccinated and they think they're immune? It's like, rare. It's possible. Wow. That blows my mind. And I just kind of look at Otis with fresh eyes. Huh. Huh. Okay, we'll, we'll have to talk about that. 
So you ran away from the sanitarium and you found Ansel. Yeah, I was hiding down, down here. here. Well, I made friends uh, with the skimmers first and then they told me about this place. So got it. Got it. And I'm assuming that's how the rest of you ended up here. Everyone's kind of just nodding in agreement. And you all have escaped from Kassat controlled institutions because they would have a vested interest in making sure you disappear. Is Every, that correct? Everyone's just kind of nodding. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> Got it. Uh, I look back at our group and I say, looks like we have something in common. <laughs> ah. Yeah. Yeah. They do. Well, as far as we know, we're here to help. Um, Tell me of your journey. Was it difficult? Oh, was it difficult? And then I look at Grizz. <laughs> Otis, is very Otis has sat down on the bed and is just watching you with hands clasped and just eyes wide. Well, um... I think Grizz, like, looks at this group of people kind of staring, waiting for information and does, like, a quick gut check to decide how much to tell them. Uh, yeah. Sure. Yeah, um, I mean, they they don't seem, like, they don't seem necessarily, like, more dangerous than you guys are. <laughs> That's important. I mean, there's like an old, <laughs> there's like an old, old man and like a somebody with quill pox, and there's a scrapper, but like, and a kid that you've already defeated in in almost mortal combat. So, <laughs> so um, we actually come from Arcadia Farms. I'm a runner. Uh, Leaf is, um, well, a tapper, and and Pippet. Pippet, what is your designation properly? I know you're a veteran, but... Hi, I'm Pippet. I uh, used to work in the Cassat labs as an apothecary's assistant. I uh, specialize in biology and any sort of medical pursuits. And I was at one of the assignments. I've seen a few things. I won't get into that. We all reunited uh, in Arcadia Farms after the corpsman that was in charge there insisted on making our lives very difficult. Um, we found out that people were dying, being slaughtered, for asking for concessions, and... Well, we met your friend when we were trying to escape. We've been through quite a bit since then. Uh, in the place where Twill was hiding... There ended up being some cultists, so to speak, that worshipped the sun god. We got the box out and then ended up in a small town where people were going missing. Wait, wait, we wait. Don't forget some... the part where they tried to burn us. Don't forget that. Oh, That's important. yes, yes, yes. We've been nearly burnt alive. Uh, it's now three? Yeah, a lot. So, um, we were saved by uh, the Tisk saved, so to speak. And we were on an airship. It was quite magnificent. Um, until 
people died. And then we were here, after seeing some floofs. Um, it's been quite a terrible journey. <laughs> you escaped the tisk? Well, yes. the tisk let us, let us go. Did you more like make some kind of deal with them? <laughs> the tisk we might have done. let someone go. We might have done, yes, a small one. Um, to uh, make sure the Kassat didn't have a wonderful debut during the fair. Ah, oh, I see. And, um, and so you are here in service of the Tisk? So to speak, yes, but what we saw while with the Tisk was also not quite comforting. So we're trying to just get the job done and hopefully be on our way. I see. Then it appears that we may have similar interests. It seems as though we could help each other, perhaps. I would like that quite much. We noticed that um, you're not the only ones affected by this pox. The woman we bought the Doska from um, also showed early signs of this same illness. It seems rampant in this city, and it's abominable that no one has done anything about it other than try and sell some ghastly snake oil. That's, That's what right. it is. It's disgusting. You haven't dabbled with any of that, have you? No, no. Um, so, all right. Um, well, listen up. Um, I, I may have something for you then. Um, you just, you see, uh, you see Lambus, uh, kind of, step up a little bit closer into this kind of huddle you guys are now making. It's just quill box is real common around here. Quill box is so common. I don't have a quill box, um, but it's very common. <clears throat> so you would like to see an embarrassment for the Kassan? Nothing. Would I should think we would. Nothing would bring me greater satisfaction than to see them embarrassed after my accident. I will tell you of a plan I have formulated. We have not put it into action, for we did not have the power to do so, but with your help, we may yet. The plan is this. Kassata planning to debut a device of the Legion Fair. This device is diabolical and must be destroyed. It is being developed in the effluvium works. 
deep below the effluvium works. And tonight, there is a... There is a meeting. A ball put forth by the Inventus Consortium. Human and Kassad invest inventors alike would be in attendance. And this demonstration will have an attendance as well. One human who you must acquire a key from, an intake key. The human works at the effluvium works and has a high level clearance for a human. You must get this key from a human named Boca. Go to the ball, acquire the key, so that we might destroy this device and fulfill both of our missions. How did you come about this information? You see Otis kind of... (laughs) We have ways. <laughs> I, I I chuckle in my head because it's, I'm just impressed with how confident Otis is. But I say, okay, okay. The effluvium works. There's a ball tonight. How long do we have? Several hours, perhaps. Maybe more, slightly. Okay, okay, okay. Hmm. Get in there, swipe the key, break into the effluvium works, and embarrass the cassette. That sounds doable, right? It, yeah. Are we getting the key from a wheeling person, or are we stealing the key? That will be up to you. Ah, okay. So it might be up. I see. Uh, other question... Uh, and I look to, uh, oh, I've already forgotten their name because I wasn't paying attention to them except for the giant quills on the body. Uh, Keche. there it is. Yeah, Leaf really wasn't paying attention to them. <laughs> <laughs> He's got some sharp things on his shoulder. It's actually, uh, it's completely fine because you know, Leaf, from your brief uh, experience with Blotty that, uh, that Keche is another Prowler. Mmm. I see. Meant uh-huh. to be forgotten. Ah, even more so. Uh, eh, and I point to Keche. Eh, the box. Did you want that out in here? You can leave it here if you want it to be safe. Mm, yeah, it's not ours, it's yours, and I look to Grease and peep it. Oh, well, it doesn't belong to us. Doesn't belong to us either. Who is it? Oh, it belongs Set. to humanity. You know, that this is a great time for us to get more answers uh, about what, what, why do y'all want? What is this? That's a human relic. Okay, wait, but what, yeah, what is it? We don't know. Oh. We know it's human. Twill did say something about that, how they had, didn't they have this in a museum, but it needed to be brought back to humans because it's human history? 
The Cassatt set up schools everywhere. Every settlement, every human settlement has a has a, a like a government school and a little museum, and they just love putting human artifacts on display just to remind people, you know, right. that they won. Right. We we need to find an expert, maybe, or maybe someone who understands what this is. I am an expert. <gasps> uh, Found them. Well, uh, do, do you know what this is? And I'll ask Leaf to bring it over to Ansel. Yeah, I do so. Ansel uh, sits up a little bit, <clears throat> run his hands, long fingers, bony and gnarled, kind of over, winding their way over the box. <clears throat> it is difficult to say. I will need further time to study it. We'll leave it to you then. And I'll ask Otis to help set it up or place it for them. I'll take care of it. Okay. We need to get you guys ready for a ball. Yeah, how are we going to go there? Well, we know where the yeah. ball is. It's at the Botanical Gardens, um, which is just over the river, uh, but... We don't know how you want to do this. Do you, how, how, how do you want to do this? Well, I've never been to a ball. Uh, uh, I'm usually on the opposite end of the spectrum. So uh, does anybody have any ball experience? Anybody? We, we can get you to the, the like the, the sewer runoff drain uh, right outside the botanical gardens, but we can't get you any further. So either... You find a way to get in by being real cute, persuading somebody, or sneaking in somehow. I have a question. This Boca, do you know this person? Are they sympathetic to your causes? I don't. Your beliefs? I don't know. I don't know anything about them. Fine. Well, I could do the sneaking in. I'm not that good at the talkings, but uh, you two might have a better chance of maybe convincing your way in. And I could meet you inside somewhere. That could how work. Are, how good are either of you um, lifting things that perhaps do not belong to you? Eh, not so good. I'm better at following and being quiet. Uh, I, I I could lift something heavy, but that's that's as far as my lifting goes. That's that's it. Well, the way I see it, there's um two ways to do this. One, expose one or more of us to ask for the key and persuade for the key, which I imagine I would be doing. Or two, one of you makes a little bit of a scene. And I um, lift the key from an unsuspecting person. One of them leaves us open to people knowing that we were involved in something unsavory. And the other potentially could keep our noses clean. You just see Otis clap hands together. I'll go get the I'll go get the ball wear. 
stay right here. No, it's just, it's gone. Okay, the, thanks, Otis. Uh, I, I prefer my nose clean. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Is Which one is, is which, Grease? Well, I mean, I, I could probably make a disguise and not look like myself. And if I go in alone, then I think, um, I think I could probably just get in and out unnoticed, fingers crossed. If I were to persuade them to give us the key instead of just lifting it, that would be a little bit trickier, because if they're a company person and they care about the Kassat's interests, I or we will be reported. For me, the margin of error is quite larger. It, would you... Hmm. If you two went in disguised and maybe tried to convince them and that doesn't work I could be your backup to make a noise or something to distract them for you to then take it kind of a mix of both because if you're talking to them and you don't look like you then it really won't get pinned on you especially if you're in ball wear all fancy and and you prim can I have That's a reminder true. on what the venom does? Uh, the venom that I have in my yeah in my pockets. Absolutely, venom is uh, at low doses. It can just put somebody to sleep, but at high doses, it's uh, it's pretty it's pretty pretty dangerous. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. We could we could hurt people. Uh, well, we have options, everybody. <laughs> uh, and 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 I could spend this time making something useful for us. Uh, if we need some uh, vitriols to, you know, assist us on our way, we could we could come up with. Some, yeah. Okay, I'm back. Can you guys try these on? And uh, you just see Otis just like a huge pile of of beautiful clothes, uh, just gorgeous uh, like evening wear, cassette style evening wear. It's all robes and like ties and like um, uh, special. Fabrics. Where did y'all get all of this? Ansel, you hear Ansel's voice. Everything comes down here. Everything in the city makes its way down into the sewers, one way or another. Trash, detritus, information. It all flows to me. <gasps> wow. Mm-hmm. Were you saying something, Leaf? I was thinking maybe you gave me an idea. Uh, If, for things going badly, uh, I do have, and I I kind of show off the, uh, what was it called? The the Autobolt. Okay, yeah. You you mentioned the, the vitriol that could help maybe get people to put to sleep, yeah? This could get coated with it. It wouldn't kill them outright if you get hit by it, but it could be a quick way to get someone quiet and down without being detected if something goes wrong. That's very that's smart. You hear that's what you're shuffling behind you. Just You just hear, you feel like a looming presence behind you, Leaf. Uh... It's 
the it's the the scrapper you saw at the campfire um lambus just taps you on the shoulder <clears throat> so uh i'm i'm a grave digger i don't know if i told you that but uh i'm supposed to give you these and just hands you like a like a package uh they're all invites to this ball oh, oh. well that's even easier then i uh, very convenient i found these that good, so we wouldn't even need to sneak in then. They literally could just walk in. Well, yeah. The people that these invites are meant for are dead. So. Got it. I, I'm a grave digger. I, did I mention that? Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did just you now. Did. I see. So be careful. I, yeah. Well. I'm not sure Be I could careful. convince anybody. Yeah. Otis pipes yeah. up. So, are you guys ready to go? Or? Uh, we're ready. We're, we're we're well. We'll be ready in just a sec. Okay. Uh, I'll make sure I have all. I I tell y'all I have two venom vials. I could spend the time probably to make another, if need be, if we want one for everybody, and then we should use this this tunnel as an escape route. So. We'll 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 make sure to communicate that, and yeah, we'll be on our way. Yeah. Uh, could I? And I look around to to them. If I leave some food with you, could could you watch my my little prudence for me? Your little what? Uh, my my Daska kit. You have a Daska? Uh, yeah. Um, I've never been one for animals. The scrapper, uh, <clears throat> the scrapper just kind of, I'll, I'll take it. Oh, thank you. And I pull out one of the, uh, rations I have. And here, if it gets peckish, this it should help. What kind of ration are you pulling out? Um, it was one of the, it's a travel meal I have. What is it? Uh, I want to say, was this one of the, I think it was the, this, the sandwich or the, whatever we were given. Okay. Um, I don't remember the, what I, I was, it, we were just told it was traveling meals, so. Right. <laughs> no. Figure it's probably like jerkies and, you know, maybe, maybe some bread of some kind. Noted. Okay. Uh, all right. So you guys are ready to, to go? We gotta get, we gotta get going. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Are you guys wearing the nice, the, like the nice evening wear? I'll have picked some stuff out that works for Pippet, and I guess I'll land on something, um, something that's similar to the to the fit she normally wears. Something blue, so it doesn't stand out too much, but it has a nice sparkle to it. A nice evening gown. Yeah. <clears throat> Good. Uh, I sp- I spend some time doing Pippet's hair. And okay. like, like putting it into like all these like fancy kind of updo shapes and things like that to distract from how she normally looks. And then Grizz does the same with uh, her own hair, but adds like some chalk dust and things to make it gray um, instead of its usual black color and um, puts a full face of makeup to look very different, contouring their cheeks and things like that so that they don't look like themselves especially with the fancier clothes. Sure. 
<clears throat> Since and you're helping, uh, Grizz, I'll need you to, uh, I'll need you to make the concealment check. Tell me what you got. Wow, nice. At a 20? Mm-hmm. Perfect. Okay. Yeah, uh, the disguises are great. I looked at the two of them, yeah. So do you want me to, to do this or be the one to kind of be your backup in case things go poorly and uh, sneak in elsewhere? I don't think I could convince them very well that I'm someone else. I do also feel like if we're using the names of dead people, there are going to be people in there that might know said deceased. <clears throat> so the fewer of us using those invites, the better. Yeah. Just be the backup that sneaks in. I, I myself will go as whoever, but Pippet, maybe you're the niece or cousin of the person who's dead? Yeah, yeah. I think that'll, that'll work. Then we don't need multiple vials. We'll just need one between both parties. So I'll give, I'll give one vial of venom to Leaf, and then I'll hold on to one for the both of us. How much do I use, Pippet? A very little to knock them out, but a lot if you just want to, you know. Okay, all right. I did, yeah, I'm like looking at the bolts for the autobolts. They're like, okay, I would do it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I stow it away. And like, then I put my hood up now that there's no Daska inside it. <laughs> sure. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> so, uh, Otis is just starting to usher you all over to uh, back to the box, back out of this place. So we're all ready, right? We're, we're gonna go? Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, um, <clears throat> uh, I'll, I'll go as far as I can, but uh, I'm gonna have to leave you eventually, and um, just here we go. I'll be back, everyone. So we're ushering you now out Back the way we came, back, back, down the long corridor, back through the the sewer system into this box. You're back at the box. There's some water pooling in the bottom, and Otis is like, okay, hang on a second, just starts starts shoveling some of the water out of the box. Okay. <clears throat> so uh we are going to uh we're gonna get in the box. I'm gonna be outside of the box to push. And uh when we get out to the front, um, we're going to uh, we're just gonna stay in the box, okay? I'm gonna talk to the guys, and they're gonna get you uh, sent to the botanical gardens, all right? And the box stops. I need you guys to get out of the box and just make sure that you're not somewhere where people are gonna see you, okay? We don't want anybody finding the box, all right? Okay. Yeah. Good. All right, so hop in. Here we go. You guys get back in the box? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, you, you get the box, the, the, the lid comes down, and the, uh, the, the, the sensation of being moved again, uh, you can feel it in your stomach. You're being pushed along now slowly, but still kind of abruptly. 
You make your way after some time out into, uh, you can start to hear the sounds of like the, the city at large, right? And the, the voices in the distance, the muffled voices, you can hear uh, from Otis and some of the, the, the skimmers up at the top. You can hear the prosthetics. It's dark now, and suddenly you feel another jolt in your stomach, moving again. You hear water lapping, and you hear the sounds of the city moving rapidly past you. And after a while, the box comes to an abrupt stop. Okay, yeah? I think we're here. I lift the lid off as best I can. I hope to. Sure. And now, in the distance, you see it. Uh, bright violet light. Uh, almost white in its, in its iridescence, right? Over this, uh, this complex, this huge glass complex, uh, you can see lots of trees, lots of plants, and lots of flowers, and a line of people off in the distance. Where you're at is a storm drain. Um, You've just popped your head out of the box uh, some ways away uh, in an alleyway. And you can see this storm drain uh, is kind of kind of goopy and kind of gross. But all these people off in the distance are, uh, are looking rather proper. I okay. look to Grizz for confidence. And I'll just kind of breathe in. We are going to do this. It's going to be all right. Is it? Uh, Yeah. It is, yes. We need a signal. If things go wrong for me to help make a distraction, do whatever. Uh, What would work for you based? Prudence. I think that's, that's the signal. A saying prudence or putting it in a sentence? Yes, uh, it's fresh on my mind. It's the first thing that came out of my head. Uh, anybody got any better ideas? No, I think that works. I mean, okay. We'll say it really loud. Yeah, you'd have to say. Uh, okay, yeah, I was the only reason I'm thinking not. Yeah, me whistle is not maybe best idea either. Okay, no, yeah. If we're trying to be uh, covert about it, I think it it does help because it sounds like a name, so it won't hopefully cause as much distraction. Okay, yeah. I'll try to make sure that I'm close enough that I can hear it. Hopefully there's a balcony or something nearby you. If there's not, uh... I could also faint if that is more of a visual thing. That would actually be... if Maybe try the first one if you don't notice anything, then, yeah, do a fainting thing. Right. And then your pipit can help you and attend you. Yeah, okay. I can make that work. Okay. We'll work it on the way there. Yeah, good. All right. Uh, okay, so we're all walking up to the line? To the go and and I, main I will not be, no. Oh, okay. I'm, Where are you going? I'm going to be looking to see if there's any, any way I could... Uh, anywhere I could climb up or get around in a dark alley 
Uh, I'm trying to look and see. So can I see what what does this look like? There are, a lot of, at? there are a lot of dark alleys around you, but none of them lead towards the botanical gardens. The botanical gardens have a have a pretty large wall, all kind of all the way around them, with some pretty spiky looking spikes up at the top. Some pretty pointy looking spikes uh, right up at the top. Is there any building higher than the botanical gardens? Sure. Yeah, lots of buildings all the way around. Yeah. Someone still has the glider attached to them. That's the thought. Okay, so you're gonna scale one of those other buildings? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think I will. Leaf, uh, a, leaf skitters we... away like a Doska in the night. Yeah, that's what we'll do. <laughs> we'll see if there's a place where we can get in the earshot of where Leaf just went. Okay. Before we use the keyword. Sure. Uh, so you two walk up to the uh, the main line here. Yep. What name? I read on? my ticket. Our invitation. What name yeah. is yeah, on your invitation? What's my new name? What is your new name? I think oh. mine says uh, Mr. and Mrs. Uh, Holcomb. Oh, yeah. Miss, prof- Professor and Mrs. Holcomb. Yes. Sure. And uh, and Pippet. Oh, um, I mean, it has to be some sort of engineering degree or something. Um, that could be it. They could have a PhD in engineering. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to go with the simple cat. Cat. All right. Yeah. Cat. Doctor, Dr. Cat. Dr. Cat. PhD in Fluvian Science. Sure. <laughs> Fluvian Science. Got it. Uh, all right. Sure. So, uh, so you two make your way up to this line and there are just just a lot of, of people here kind of milling around. You see some beautiful clothing, uh, gorgeous clothing, people with... Uh, Humans with just expensive-looking outfits, shining, sparkling in certain places, long gowns. You see uh, a lot of flowing robes, a lot of uh, iridescence, a lot of jewelry. Uh, You see some gorgeous, like wallets, like that are just these, just these elaborate strings of like metal, you know, with some with lots of saints on them. And wow. you begin to hear some music. And you just hear people in line next to you just, I can't believe that it took so long to get here. Why on earth is it so difficult all the time to get around the city? It's like the people here are just so stupid, milling around, causing all of this disruption. Truly the worst. I turn to Grizz and I say, yes, so difficult. Ugh, imagine. It's how poorly a city could be run. You'd think that we are often some kind of hovel with how long they're making us wait, despite all of our money. You just hear someone next to you, you just go, here, here. <laughs> you don't even have the roll. Yeah, that's perfect. Absolutely. Yeah, I just, I just, I'm like, yes, yes, exactly. (laughs) Absolutely. So you make your way all the way up. There's a, uh, there's a corpseman at the door in uh, like parade uniform. Just like a really nice, smart looking, extremely clean uniform with, uh, with this, the same, like, uh, the same style of like buckles and, and, and stuff around him, but it doesn't have as much armor on. In fact, he's just got like lots of 
like medals, you know, like medals and, and puffy little things on his uniform. Uh, very proper. Uh, and just looks to you, Riz, and to Pippet, just kind of looks you both, just invitations. Yes, yes, here, please, please. I don't want to have to wait any longer than I already have. Mrs. Orkham, my husband, unfortunately, is deceased, so I am without a plus one. Uh, make me a deception check. Or, sorry, make me a, um, make me a, uh, 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 make me a persuasion human check. Fourteen. Wow, okay, yeah. That was close. The horseman just look, looks back at the long line of people still outside and is just, sorry for your loss. Go ahead. No, thank you, my darling. Thank you. Excuse me. Do you? Hello, Dr. Cat. Engineer in effluvian science. Invitation. I'll pass. I'll pass my invitation. Go in, go in. And next, you walk yeah. in to this massive interior. Lots of people here. Lots of activity. Human activity. You see several humans sitting, playing instruments. You're not even very sure you've seen these types of instruments before. They're just long, uh, they almost look like harps, but they're in like several different directions and humans have to like reach way, way around them to play them. And the music is extraordinary. Uh, You see people walking around with hors d'oeuvre plates and you see a lot a lot of corpsmen. I whisper quietly to Pippet, make sure that you keep your face neutral. You wouldn't be impressed by this if you are who you say you are. Okay, uh, I'll... I'll try not to look around too much. And it does... It is kind of like a fight for Pippet in some cases. I'll look up and just see all of this stuff. Yeah. And I'm Beautiful like, chandeliers, gorgeous like inlay, wood inlay. You see tons of exotic plants, uh, trees. There's an arboretum out back. You see signs for, you know, like a flower garden, things like that. Do you think we'll have time to check out the flower garden? If all goes well, we won't have to leave right after. We should stay so it doesn't look like we've suddenly vacated. Oh, but right. if if we need to call in our favor, that would be a very different experience. That's true. It's probably the best place to call for help. We'll see. Let's get looking. And I'm sure they provided a description of who we're looking for. No, they did not. Oh, God. Okay. Um. Maybe they did. I think... Yeah. Grizz looks around to see who the most kind of officious looking people are. Um, As a runner, I feel like she'd be able to detect kind of who's also in the employ of the Kassat. Yeah, sure. That's a good good point. All right, then uh, I'll tell you what. Uh, I won't make you roll for it. It's probably pretty obvious to you as a runner. Uh, yeah, you see, uh, you see several corpsmen uh, with much nicer uniforms, like parade uniforms on. But you see, like their the bands on their patches have like more, it's like more little tendrils on them, right? There's more pieces sticking off of their bands, so you know that they're like higher, way higher rank. Uh, you also notice there's uh, a scientist, and you would have seen. Hey, but you absolutely would have seen this scientist before. 
in you've probably read papers from uh, Timberland Geist. Timberland Geist <gasps> is a is a, a, a famous expert and uh, an inventor who lives here in Lemaret and develops for the university. Grace, that's Doctor Timberland Geist. Now I I'm not, you know, a, an inventor or anything, but science is science. We got to make our way over there. I'm sure they'll know something about our 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 friend. Oh, please, lead the way. Go ahead. If, if for some reason you strike out, at least you've had a conversation about science today, which, you know, makes this a little bit more worth it, yes? Yes. Pibbit, I, I, I want you to make me an acrobatics check. Oh, God. Let's do that. All right. Tell me what you get. For sure. For sure. Let's acrobatics on in there. I got a seven. Ooh, wow. Uh, okay. So yes. Yeesh. Pivot, you uh, you have never worn a dress like this before, maybe in your life. Uh, yeah, never. It, no. It's very, very different. Trying to walk in this thing, it's a little bit too long for you, and you trip. Uh, very loudly. Like you, you yell a little bit when you go down. Can I try to? To grab no, her. No, pivot's a little, little too far away. Uh, oh, these darn shoes! Someone does catch you, though. Oh, thank you. And no, I look up. Not a problem. You see a uh, you see someone uh, in like a very smart outfit. Uh, it's all black, and they look down at you with uh, with just some some really intelligent looking eyes. They're just very they're like they're studying you. Um, they look very wealthy and young, and they're just here, and they've caught you, and they're like, <laughs> have a few too oh. many already? <laughs> oh, I wish. Uh, it's these shoes there. I, uh, I tell my stylist, uh, you know, I, I just I need something a little more minimal than me, and I'll stand up. Uh, nice to meet you. I'm Dr. Cat. Well, hello, doctor. <laughs> My name is uh, Locket. Locket Talens. Locket. Do I recognize them at all? Or? Yeah, you've heard of the Talens. Uh, you've only really heard stories, though. Uh, they're like a very wealthy family. Interesting. I'll turn to uh, I'll turn to Grizz. And I'll say, ah, well, uh, uh, meet my acquaintance. Uh, please. I, I don't want to be rude. And I'll look to Grizz for, like, help. Yes. Like, oh my god. Hello, how are you? Mm. Shakes, waggles a hand out wow. for a kiss. It's nice to make your acquaintance as well and kiss your hand. Um, Mrs. Holcomb, I, I believe my husband was acquainted with your uh, grandfather. Perhaps. Perhaps. It's, mm. uh, it's lovely to make your acquaintance. Um, I, uh, I hope you haven't had too much, uh, too much wine to have fun here. <laughs> Not at all. When you get to my age, it takes far more than that to put me out. <laughs> well, uh, are you two sisters? Oh, uh, no, no, we're just, uh, we're, we're friends. I know some of her friendly friends, and, uh, I just sit in the lab all day, so I, I need a, I need friends. 
It's an effort to shake things up for dear Dr. Cat. Get her out of the laboratory and into society where she belongs. <laughs> yes. Mrs. Holcomb's doing me a favor. As you can tell, I'm not used to the frilly stuff. Certainly. Well, half the people in here are just putting on a show. Oh. Everyone here loves to pretend that they're so wealthy and they're so well off, but I mean, come on. Oh. Well, yeah, this, uh, yeah, this, this show, it's a lot. It's a hard dance to follow. Um, were you hoping to meet anyone here? Well, I can't say I haven't seen some illustrious superstars in, you know, the on my side of the field. And then I point over to the doctor that I've been trying to get to. I've been meaning to catch their eye for a minute. I'm so interested in their work. Ugh, Timberland. Um, oh. I... Did would, I catch that? I would, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay, I was like, oh... They're fine. Just idealism. So pathetic. <laughs> well, I, I beg to disagree. I, I think their work is immaculate. Did you read their last white paper? Um, no, I missed it. I'm afraid. Well, I insist you try it sometime. It's very illuminating. Well, uh, if you'll excuse me. Certainly. You see, and I'll uh, kind of step off to the side. You see the lens go back to uh, just a big circle of people who are all dressed just like the lens in these black outfits, really smart looking like clothes and uh, really expensive looking kind of accessories. I kind of lean over to Grizz. I'm like, hmm, some people don't even know what they're talking about. Yes, but at the same time, I got the distinct feeling that perhaps there's more to that person than they're letting on, talking about how it's all just an act. They could be someone that, um... I guess. ...sees through this a bit, even though they don't share your expertise with sciences. True. Maybe you should ask them about our target. Hmm... Yes, I think that might be... That might be smart. Do you want to come with me, or are you going to speak to your doctor? I'll wait for you. While you guys are figuring out what to do, uh, we go now yeah. to the, uh, the the rooftop of an, an adjacent building uh, outside. Um, what What's going on up here, Leaf? What are you doing? Oh, I'm, uh, I'm wanting to look around uh, down at the Botanical Gardens. Sure. Uh, the idea here that I was hoping for and thinking of is usually in parties like this, from what Leaf imagines, because he has actually no idea, uh, is most everyone's on the ground floor and then the upper floors are less used uh, due to the partying of everyone downstairs, because stairs and drunkenness are not a good mix. That's uh, a very good point. And this is entirely all of what Leaf imagines because he's never been in a building like that before. 
yeah, absolutely. Because when he was a hound, he is a hound, he would be tracking people through the streets and alleys and sewers and, you know, less uh, affluent areas normally. Maybe hired by someone who's affluent, but not usually tracking there. Maybe a detect check, if you will. Tell me what you got. Yeah. Uh, that's a 16. Okay, yeah. From here, you can see uh, way off in the distance. You can see over the fence, and you see, like, a big compound. Like, the, the botanical gardens make up a, a pretty sizable, like, like footprint here in the city. And uh, off on the side, in, like, a loading dock, you were noticing uh, a massive, massive crate being loaded in by several corpsmen and a couple of uh, really well-dressed kind of attendants. Um, you can't hear mm. what they're saying, obviously, but you can see them moving this massive crate. Into, yeah, that, uh, into place. That makes me think that's probably what we're, we're targeting in the first place. Uh, possibly. Uh, okay. Uh, so it's a like a loading dock in the botanical area. Alright. That's good to know uh, the side and then where they're going. Uh, on the, the this compound itself, does it have more? How many stories is it? Um... Well, it's hard to say. Probably uh, maybe three. Mm. Seems like most of the activity is taking place in like the main hall. But yeah. you can see some wings off to the side. Because my hope is to get to maybe the mm, maybe the third floor and work my way down. That way, it, it <clears throat> decreases chance of detection. Okay. Uh, like, yeah, we'll say with a high enough roll, you could make your way to the to the top of the of the botanical gardens. Yeah, and if I can't, uh, then I'll take what I can get, yeah. of course. Okay. So, uh, make me an acrobatics check, and if you surpass a 16, you'll make it to the top, and every, like, two below that is down to the ground. Okay, gotcha. Alright. Tell me what you got. Kind of flexing my, my nice little glider, and uh, see what happens. That's a 19. 19. Wow. All right. Sweet. Yeah. You, uh, you're you flexing your, your muscles. You know, you remember exactly which ones it was, too. The, the muscles around your back of your torso. And you can hear the of the thing deploying. And it's deploying from your wrists all the way down your torso, all the way down to your legs, like your, your knees. Are, uh, you, you feel like this membrane just extend and retract almost instantly. Um along almost your whole side of your body. And, uh, yeah. You, you do. You make that first jump, and fsh, just the sound of wind rushing past your head. You manage uh, gracefully to avoid just some some poles and some, some spires, a few things rushing by your head. Uh, but you do manage to get to the roof of the, uh, of the botanical gardens. <laughs> As you make your, your first few footsteps down, flare up at the last second to slow down, and, and here you are at the top of the botanical gardens. All right. Now is when I start looking around to see any uh, ingress points. Uh, yeah. Maybe, maybe like not. Well, if there's a skylight of any kind, uh, probably peered in just to see. I don't know if if it's like one of those main halls, you know, goes the entirety of the three stories kind of thing, or if it, you know, botanical gardens sometimes have an either courtyard or, you know, a dome of glass or something to kind of make a greenhouse effect. Sure. Uh, 
just trying to kind of get a vibe for the building itself before trying to make yeah, my way you, in. Yeah, you look around a little bit. You're trying to find, like, places to get in. And, and this is something that you're very good at. This is, like, your whole your whole thing. So after a while, you do find uh, just an access port to get up to the roof. There's a ladder that goes down into some dark room below. Oh, yeah. Well, then I'll, I'll take that after kind of peering in. Now, I do want to note, I have something very interesting now. After my little kerfuffle with that uh, the lumen, uh, I've got an ability that is uh, there. We go. Uh, uh, yeah, skill attempt uh, when I'm blind or in darkness, it's one level of security lower for oh, myself now. Interesting. All right, good. Well, that's excellent to know. Uh, we'll keep that in mind as we go back to Grizz and to Pippet inside of the uh, inside of the event. Uh, Grizz, where are you? Grizz? I was muted. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> I am trying to decide if I want to approach this gentleman or if I want to talk to one of the people that I know are workers for the Kassat. Uh, wh- who are we? Uh, who are we talking to? This gentle person, I should say, because I do not know their gender. Um, Locket. Oh, sure. Uh, yeah. The, um, it's kind of difficult to discern. Uh, Locket and several other of these people who kind of look a lot like Locket uh, <laughs> are just uh, are just kind of like meandering, uh, you know, amongst themselves through this party. Uh, do you approach them? <sighs> There's just so many of them. And I feel like it would be safer to t- to approach one of the people that I can identify as also being employed by the Kassat. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so you you I approach. That's what I'm going to do. You approach Lockett. Yeah. Totally. Well, 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 well. Uh, uh, hello again. I just wanted to ask you. Do you know uh, where I can find um, a, a, a B- Becca? No. Everyone, this is well, no. Mrs. Hawken. Is that right? Welcome. Welcome. Hello. Hello. <laughs> nice to meet you all. Yes. Everyone just kind of grumbles. He's left me to come to this party alone. God rest his soul. Um, do you know um, Boca? Do you know uh, someone named Boca? Boca. Um, maybe. What do they look like? You know, I don't know. I was supposed to ask them for something. Uh, I think my my late husband had left something with them, uh, and and I, I found a piece of scrap saying uh, the name there. And I thought maybe the next time I was at a party, I could just casually ask, you know, for memories of my dear, my dear sweet man. Well, um, I'm so sorry for your loss. Um, yeah, why don't you ask some of the scientists? Uh, it sounds like. Probably the scientists will know if your late husband was in correspondence with them. Yes, oh, you're you're so wise, so so sweet of you to give me this help. I, I'll I'll be back. I'm sorry, just you would have loved this part. I'll swoop in and say, "Oh, oh, Mrs. Holcomb, oh, just come with me." Oh, thank you, dear Doctor Cat. Please lead the way. Take me and to I'll, your science friend. Uh, let's 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 go to the 
the bar before. Yeah, come on, let's go clean up. And I'll Thank go. Thank you, Lockett. Please. Thank you. Thank you. I'll take, I'll take Mrs. Holcomb over to the bar, grab like some tissues, hand them to her, and I'll say, okay. Uh, I'm guessing uh, I kind of overheard a little bit. Do we need to talk to Doctor Timberland or? I think maybe that's a good, a good idea. Lockett didn't seem to know much, and they're surrounded by what looks to be some kind of hive mind. I don't know. It's very yeah. strange. I'm but, starting um, get. I'm getting a lot of that around here. Okay, it's it's a weird vibe. It's very weird. I'll uh, I'll get it started then. Thank uh, you. Lead the way. I'll. If I'm crying, know that I'm all right. I just have to keep it up for appearances. You're very convincing. Mm. And I'll uh, I'll look for. Well, I'll lock onto where Doctor Timberland is, and I'll start making my way over there. Yeah, Timberland Geist is a, a slight woman. Uh, she's pretty short. She's really thin, uh, very gaunt face, huge eyes, and she's wearing uh, just some really practical clothes. She's got a vest on. She's got her sleeves are a little bit rolled up. She looks a little, un, almost a little unkempt. Like definitely way different than the rest of the people here. She's pretty easy to spot. Uh, she's got spectacles on. She has a lens attic, uh, kind of like, kind of like pliers. I walk up like timidly, slowly, but you know how like when you can tell somebody sees you and they're trying to see you, so you see them, and I'm just like, <laughs> and I'll say, Doctor Timberland Geist. Oh, uh, hello. It, it's it's lovely to make your acquaintance. I I am Doctor Cat. I have a PhD in effluvian science. Uh, it's it's so wonderful to meet you. Oh my, it's uh, it's um, what's? Hello. I'll grasp her hand and I'll just start shaking it. Ah, um. It truly was so illuminating to read your last your last thesis. I. I don't necessarily have the same uh, field of study, but I love to learn. Biology is a big field. Yes, yes. Oh, don't I know it. Uh, oh, let me not be rude. Uh, this is my acquaintance, Mrs. Holcomb. Hello. Oh, they're, they're going through a very uh, tough time. They, they recently lost their husband. I don't mean to be dismissive, Doctor. Thank you. I'm... I don't know what to say. Oh, don't do say anything, my dear. Don't trouble yourself, please. Doctor Cat is such a fan of your work. You two just, just speak to one another, please. Um... So... Okay. Yeah? Well... I, I'm just uh, waiting. I'm waiting on her every word. I <laughs> am supposed to be getting ready for the demonstration soon. Um, <gasps> You're doing a demonstration? Yes. Uh, we're setting up back over there and... Um, oh, what, 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 supposed what, to be something what, what, of a surprise, so... It's a surprise? Oh, oh, right, right. I have um, a new assistant. Um, oh. Uh, Boca. Boca. <gasps> uh, what does your oh. assistant look like? Uh, I hope they're helpful. Well, they're, um, you know, just an assistant. <laughs> This is actually 
just the stars have aligned. Mrs. Holcomb would love to meet this assistant. I think her husband and them go go back. We're and really quite busy with setting up for the demonstration. If you would just wouldn't mind. just a second, and I I could uh I mean I could fill in for just a second. I'm very good at taking instructions. I work in a lab, and I I can assist just to give Miss Holcomb a few just a few minutes. It wouldn't take long. It's true. If you could just give me just one moment with Boga, just to get my husband's final words, please. I I know you don't know what to say, but you know what to do. Yeah, maybe persuasion human sweet. check with all of this. Uh, I'll, I'll aid. Oh, that's so funny. Some of the best character work Grizz has ever given me. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you succeed. Okay. I'll bet. Okay. Yeah. Then we're good. You see just the look of exasperation on, on Timberland's face, and she's like, okay, all right. Um, I have to continue working on the demonstration, so if you must speak to Boca, please make it quick. We are trying to get the demonstration uh, complete. So please, um, you may find him over there. I, I, I must continue. Excuse me. Yes. Okay. Good luck. Thank you, doctor. Doctor. She just kind of waves you away. <sighs> Wow. You make your way back towards a uh, back room. There's a, uh, you're going obviously to the place, right? Yes. You walk, you walk through a, a, like a curtain, like a big red curtain. The sounds of the party get a little bit quieter behind you. Um, and you find yourself near, uh, like you begin to hear sounds of like a loading dock, right? And you see, uh, you come around a corner and you see, uh, some legs poking out from the, from the ceiling. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you recognize those legs as belonging to, to Leaf. Oh. What? I think I speak loudly. Oh, Dr. Cat! <laughs> it's a good thing we found out where Boca is. I need to speak with them just to, just to get one last glimpse of my dear, sweet, past husband, please. <laughs> what? Yes! I wouldn't yes. want anyone to be confused as to our intentions here. You hear someone from deeper in to this corridor that you're near. You hear someone just kind of exasperated, like, I, I, I can't believe they didn't, put, didn't pack the, the cable. We need the cable. And you just hear some footsteps walking away from, uh, from a l- long set of cables lying across the floor. There's tons of cables here, and, uh, and they're all coming from this just this big, like, effluvium fountain that's set up. Uh, but it's not quite an effluvium fountain. It's got some other kind of liquid in it, and it doesn't look like the effluvium fountains you've seen in Lemeret before, but all the cables are leading into this room that somebody's just walked out of and they're walking away. Leaf, you've managed to make your way down from the ceiling now you're on the floor. Yeah, I think we're gonna follow mm-hmm. those cables. Yep. Yeah, sure. Um, the person walking away has now turned a corner. They're gone. Um, but inside of this... Uh, inside of this this room you see it's very dimly lit uh the low violet glow of the effluvium you see uh you see a, a, a machine like a big black box of a machine with lots of cables and lots of of uh of, of greebling just lots of little bits of things that are spinning dials some hissing noises and Attached to the machine, you can see something else. Uh, you see something else. It's a 
body. A human body. Uh, but not in its entirety. The machine is... awake? And so the human is also awake. And as you get closer and closer, you can see that a face, a half of a skull has been grafted to this machine. And inside of a separate container just to the side of this skull beats a human heart. Cables jutting out from every side of it. Cables that snake across the floor to some fluid in another room. And the face has no mouth. But it is familiar. And it looks to you Riz and Leaf and Pippet with a look of recognition. Eyes wide. Terrified. It is the face of Ingman. And it stares at you in horror. We'll be back next week with another episode of Isthlis. Uh Hit that follow button. Make sure you have notifications turned on. Check out our merch store. Check out Holdskern. Big thanks to our sponsor, Holdskern. And, uh, and we'll see you all uh, next week, head over to the Discord. We're going to talk about this. Listen to the Discord, and we're about to uh, about to do a really cool podcast for the merch store. So check out that, and we'll see everybody again uh, for another episode of Isless. Uh Have a good rest of your week, everybody. Bye bye. <laughs>